this. He's the Saber Advisors Audio Experience. All right, guys, welcome. Uh, this is our weekly uh, call, developing a or call. I always say that our weekly show. I guess uh, talking about develop, developing a personal brand in retail real estate, and it is recorded. So if you don't want anybody to hear what you have to say, or you're not comfortable being recorded, um, that's your heads up. We'll drop a couple other reminders during the show, but um, there's our first one. Yeah, I like that. And and uh, Kyle, did you see that like literally 30 seconds before I actually opened up the room, I snuck in that little REC in the subject line because you forgot it? Aha. Uh-huh. Ah. I always forget about the REC. Good to have a co-host, bro. <laughs> Teamwork. Um, so yeah, it was, um, you know, I obviously documented the whole trip, so you guys will get to see all the craziness at some point when I get to that, but, um, yeah, back in the group over here. I mean, I'll tell you what was amazing, um, is how efficient and the things that were implemented at Disney, uh, to kind of make things safe, but at the same time, kind of seamless to to the entire experience. Um, because I can only imagine what they needed to do to figure out how to accommodate people uh, safely. So, you know, most of the food stands um, had uh, online ordering. So you wanted to get a couple of bottles of water and a pretzel. You ordered it. You walked up, gave your number when you got there, and they walked out with the food, which I thought was really cool. Um, and, you know, just in general, there was somebody like at the Starbucks. There's yeah. somebody there. I mean, that Starbucks is cranking right at the base of the Magic Kingdom. They are just, uh, I texted Russ. I'm like, I need to know the average unit volume here because this is insane. I mean, the store itself is bigger than I would say your average Starbucks. Um, yeah. And it was just kind of snaking people through, cranking them out with everything, you know, baked goods, coffees, uh, you know, all the typical Starbucks stuff. Uh, the line was wrapped around the corner, but it was all, um, you know, they did a great job of making everybody feel safe. There are people everywhere telling you to, you know, keep your mask up. Uh, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. And you can, you know, go on the rides. They're sanitizing the rides. They're sanitizing the tables. It, it really was just an impressive experience, especially coming from from where we are. Yeah. So, I mean, at, at no point in time did you feel unsafe. Is that is that right? <laughs> That's right. I mean, there are a couple of people who, you know, you got to, you know, steer clear of, of some people who are not so great with the mask thing. But I tell you, it's like the second of your mask slipped down, uh, slipped down there was somebody like, oh, excuse me, sir. Like yeah, everywhere. Yeah, on the buses, on the, on the gondola, on everything. So yeah, it was overall a very impressive experience and kind of, you know, I think it's really like showing us where we're headed. You know that that we can live with this stuff if everybody kind of plays by the rules. I'll be right back. I'm going to buy some Disney stock. Exactly, exactly. Disney, Disney, and the airlines, which I think you know is definitely. I know you've experienced it, but uh, flying is definitely different. But it was, uh, it was uh, felt safe, felt good. Dude, I, I love that, you know, I was able to, like, follow along and watch your travel experience. And <laughs> I was obviously texting with you, but, you know, isn't isn't it so fun to create content and allow other people to, like, see what you're experiencing at that at any given moment? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's what, you know, we can jump into that. But I, that, that's what it's kind of all about. I think so many people struggle with, oh, what what can I say? You know, what do I need to say? All this commercial real estate stuff is boring. You know, people not, I don't need to dive into the technical aspects of commercial real estate, but um, documenting that stuff, you know, I was making, I was making video, this, this is a little extra, I know, but 
I was making videos in the, in the bathroom at the Jose Andreas restaurant at Disney Springs because it was impressive how he had it set up. <laughs> and that, that's a that's a relevant thing. Like, how should you set up your restaurant? You know, he had a little stand in there in the bathroom. He had sanitizer. He had wipes. He had the touchless dryer. Everything was like signs everywhere. So, yeah, just documenting that process probably gave me a month worth of content if I break it all down. That's a, that's, that's amazing. So Kyle, I'll follow your lead here, man. Well, actually, let me ask you a question before we jump in. Uh, and, and, and people, you know, we like to interact. So I feel like, you know, you, you could start raising hands at any time and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll jump in here or, you know, Kyle and I will talk as if, uh, we're just <laughs> on call, yeah, which one's in the room. Um, but, uh, I'm going to ask you a quick question, Kyle. So, where were you the moment you learned that Natalie Pacini was playing Saber? Um, I was at Disney somewhere. It's all such a blur, but yeah, it was, def- I was at Disney because then I posted something about it being at Disney and, you know, Tampa's obviously not far away. And she's like, what the heck? You guys over here? But yeah, I was out of left field. I was talking with Gabe about it. Obviously, I met Gabe also when we were in Miami for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and her name came up, but it was just, pure coincidence like two days later, well, not maybe obviously not pure coincidence but to me i was like we're just talking about her so yeah, yeah. That, that was really cool that's i mean tampa's on fire huh tampa is fuego as as the kids say <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the 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 bucks didn't hurt uh you know the 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 brand at all for sure um I, uh, but yeah, I'm just so, so pumped that Natalie's on the team. I see her in this room. I'm not just saying it cause she's here. I'm just saying uh, it. I'm just saying it cause just, it's yeah. newsworthy. It is. So you know what? Nobody's raising their hands. So let's continue talking. I'm curious to understand what went down between you and Gabe. Um, you know, Gabe is, he's the man down there. He's, he's like, <laughs> so I, I pulled up to uh, meet him at a Cuban spot. He was he was working on his laptop. He was cranking things out. Were you um, in the Gables? Um, or Rose, I met him or in anywhere. Kendall. In Kendall. Oh, okay. So um, we had plans to meet over uh, in South Beach, but I didn't realize how much of a hike that was for him. So we were yeah. actually not too far away. And, um, yeah, he gave me the lowdown on some intense coffee over there. My God. That's what that's what keeps you going down there, I guess. That Cuban coffee is no joke. I could use some of that right now. I need an extra dose of caffeine this morning. Oh, buddy, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, you know, Gabe is. uh, It's interesting perspective that he has on you know his content creation and and you know obviously being at Regency, he they kind of has to toe the line a little bit, but um, he seems to be right there and and they're happy with it and he's happy with it. So uh, I know he's on the CRE Digital Army uh, takeover today. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. We got to support our, our dude and 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 uh, throw him some shout outs. I got to get back on my Insta story to to point some attention to to the CRE nerd, one of my favorites. Yeah. He, so he's, he's uh, I mean, he's, you know, touches so many deals. He has so much insight. He knows that market inside and out. Um, yeah. Super impressed by, by his knowledge and, and what he does. He's a good guy. So how did you meet Gabe Gonzalez? I met Gabe Gonzalez. Well, first of all, just like Corey said the other day, I, well, I met him on Instagram, you know, looking for commercial real estate people probably, you know, three, four years ago. Okay. Uh, and I really thought, I mean, it's embarrassing to say, but maybe up until like six months ago that it was 
that it was Gabriel Crenard. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought, I'm like, is this dude French? Because yeah, he looks exactly. Hispanic. But uh, yeah, I met him just like I met everybody on here who I know uh, on social, which is so weird. But yeah, that's that's been the, uh, that's the way I connected with him. And that's the way we, we met in person. So, so yeah, but, but based on the topic for this room, like you just said, it's so weird. Is it, is it weird or is it like normal next? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm being a little sarcastic, but yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's, it's normal. It's everything to me. So my, you know, as we sit here right now, I'm putting together a list of spots that I checked out while I was down there Yeah, to reach out to. And um, every, every reach out I will do will be so via social media. So um, I don't think it's that weird at all. And I don't think it's that weird to reach out to, to anybody uh, that way. I mean, I was, I took a couple of videos when I was in Disney because people, you know, you do a lot of waiting. There's a lot, a lot of waiting going on in Disney. So, and when you look around, everybody's looking at their phone. So yeah. it seems even in the happiest place on earth, everybody wants to know what's going on somewhere else. So to me, that is just kind of like, so the, the argument's over. Yeah, it's just be done now. I'm I'm <laughs> curious, like of of the folks that are in this room right now, like you know, everybody is leveraging the 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 development of their brand and social media and you know video and and copy and voice differently. And I'm curious to hear. I'd love to hear from somebody in the room that's not. Kyle and I, who are you mm. know, nonstop creating content because we understand uh, what it does for our businesses. Um, I'm curious, is there anybody here that is, uh, wants to know the ROI of social media? Kyle, your favorite topic. Oh my God. I just, yeah, my temperature <laughs> just went up. I love that question. It's like, <laughs> I can't answer it anymore, but oh, we got, we got a taker. Oh, nice. Paul, what's up? All right. What's going on? How are you? How are hey, you? Paul, how are you, man? I'm I'm doing all right. Sorry if I uh, if I sound a little uh, under the weather, but uh, 40 miles of showings and canvassing in uh, Blizzard, Manhattan over the past week and a half uh, will take a toll. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, it's kind of uh, it's, it's a kind of a great segue into uh, you know something I wanted to bring up um, you know in the room today. Um, as uh, I you know, I think you guys have known. I've, I popped in here a bit um, and I reached out to Kyle a few times um, just about you know kind of beginning my journey in doing this. So. Um, you know, I, I know I've always, you know, to that point, um, it's, you know, I think Kyle, you had made a post where it's like, you know, what's the ROI on sitting, you know, sitting at your email, you know, on your desk and blasting out emails in the same email and all that, which I totally agree with. Um, my, my, what I'm facing now is I did, uh, so I promoted a couple posts of just listings and a lot of things are just myself. And now I've been putting, you know, specific listing stuff on and I just promote those um, through Instagram. And I've actually, uh, you know, I've actually had some pretty, you know, for not a lot of, of money whatsoever, um, have had some pretty good success on it. Um, by success, I mean, you know, we've gone touring, we have offers on space and people who knew me from, you know, my listing popping up on their feed, um, which has been very, you know, cheap, honestly, and, and great. Um, my question is now, and I'm sure, um, especially you guys have dealt with this, uh, is now I'm being bombarded with, right, people who want to grow my account for me and people who want to help me and, 
and all these things. And uh, while I've entertained um, a few of them just to, you know, because I'm new to doing this and let me see what they got. And um, especially I like to get pricing from people from the same company to see if they're, uh, if they're similar. Right. Uh, and um, so, you know, I don't, my, the thing is for me where a lot of it is, you know, we can get you followers. It's like, okay, well, I don't really need followers that are like, you know, Randy XP9876438. Um, I want real people um, that I'm already kind of reaching that are real, you know, prospective tenants who have real places who like what they see and we want to go out. So ha have you guys, ha has anyone in here um, had had a positive experience with anyone like this um you know i, I just uh, i from what i've seen it seems it's pretty pricey for what they um you know want to uh for what they think they're they're claiming they can deliver um i've done some due diligence on the back end of send me some examples and i'm going to go and i'm going to go through these people's brands and see what what you've done and a lot of these people aren't they don't have a lot of followers and i've i've you know, I, I can grow my base kind of just by being myself. So I just wanted to kind of bounce off you guys and everyone in the room. Um, has anyone had success in anything with that? Do you have, um, I, you know, or if you, you know, basically, I guess that's kind of the question of, um, I would like to weed them out and focus. Um, I do entertain it on the weekends and, and talk to people, but it's been a lot of it. And I'm wondering, you know, if it's at all worth it or if anyone's seen value in it, um, you know, so far. Yeah, so Kyle, you, you jump in, but anybody else who wants to jump in here that's in the room, feel free. We could bring you up and have a, you know, a, an open discussion about it. But Kyle, what are your thoughts on that? I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts. So I, I don't, I, I don't think it's worth it, and I think it's actually, you know, I don't think I know that actually Instagram will punish you for that, right? Because okay. nobody gets five thousand followers a week or something like that. So, you know, I, I think in in our instance, most of us here, it's really about depth uh over width i mean yep. your guy Vanchuk referenced that a lot um i, I for, for my restaurants i would rather have a soccer mom who has 400 engaged followers in the local town that we're in than twenty thousand followers that don't really mean shit to my business right like yep. i don't care if i'm exactly somebody somewhere else so um I, I would focus on you know whatever your target audience is um so you know for restaurants let's say you know for shake shack or, or some, uh, you know, independent restaurant in your town, I would heavily engage with that account, right? So like, I would do that over the top 10 accounts that you want to sort of develop your reputation in because people will follow, um, you know, New York City restaurants, right? So you're going to go into these, like, who's this guy? You know, they're going to tap into that. And they're going to, you know, engage with you and see who you are, what you do. And you, it's a lot of work. It, it is, you're going to be like, oh my God, how many comments can I leave? But the more you can do that, engage and, and maybe tag them if you actually go to the restaurant or or engage with uh, other people who have referenced it under the hashtag for that space. Um, that's how you get real, real growth. You know, it's it's not yeah. uh, buying them uh, is not the way to go. I, I would be more of a fan of like a CRE coaching, uh, social media coaching kind of thing, strategy thing. But even with that, you're going to get more value here on this call than you would with something like that. Yep, that, That's why yeah. I'm here now and I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, I, I would just add to that with everything uh, with everything that uh, Kyle said. But, you know, you I, know think I think it's a, it's a really uh, I always refer to it as aggressive patience where, you know, you have to be very consistent. You have to be uh, spending, you know, the right amount of time and energy for yourself based on, you know, what your goals really are. But there's no shortcuts, just like the rest of life, you know. So anybody who like tries to take shortcuts and buy followers and uh, you know use any of these 
these types of things that, you know, obviously in, in concept accelerate the, the, the real process, I think actually set themselves uh, back as opposed to, you know, push themselves forward. And, um, you know, I think it, and I don't, you know, I don't actually put any money behind, um, anything other than the actual content creation, you know, so, uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm only really relying on organic reach, um, on, on all platforms personally. Yep. Okay, great. No, I appreciate it. And that's where I'm, I think, you know, in a lot of things where I've seen, uh, um, yeah, just, just to your point where, you know, we're a bit of a, you know, very, very small shop, um, which is fine. And, and it's kind of, uh, I like to work nimbly, which is, uh, has been good, but, um, that's where I think I can, you know, deploy resources in more into, you know, video editing and things and, and gaining my own skills, um, you know, rather than trying to have other people do it for me. So, um, thanks what's, for the what's affirmation. Well, what's your goal? Like, what would you say, you know, again, we're all different. We all yep. have goals, you know, what's your goal? My, my, my goal is to build, is to build my real estate, you know, is to build my real estate business. It's not, it's not about followers. It's not about my, my goal is to, um, you know, basically gain skill sets to where, uh, I'm, you know, having a comprehensive understanding a of the market of what I'm doing, but also be able to present it to a wide breadth of people, um, on platforms that they are easily reachable so that it's, it's approachable for many, many people, um, where they can understand it and, in, in you know, kind of quick, concise, uh, you know, just information being conveyed rather than uh, having to go and dig and look at this. And um, so I think to sharpen skills that enable me to do that, whether it be infographics and some video editing and just other videos that I've done. Um, but that's my goal is to reach people um, who under, you know, who, who have different styles of learning um, in different ways uh, just by kind of um, increasing my skill set. And you own your own business? No, I work for a brokerage. Oh, let's let's unpack that a little bit. So, so you okay. work for a brokerage company. Yeah, I work for Tower Brokerage in the city. Yeah. And what's what geographies do you do you does the company cover, and what geography do you personally cover? So I we we mostly cover the five boroughs, um, particularly Manhattan. Uh, brokerage has been uh, around in the East Village uh, since the mid '80s, uh, so mostly focused on retail hospitality. Uh, formerly, I was at Heineken for 14 years um, and was doing some consulting uh, with them. Uh, my uh, very good close uh, friend for a long time is the uh, managing director. So mm -hmm. from consulting, went from there into, uh, you know, kind of just a, a segue. Um, didn't want to transition into a job into Chicago. I kind of was uh, moved all over the country for them previously. So wanted to just be in New York and and. Uh, and uh, yeah, just just uh, kind of was a, a good a good kind of natural um, <clears throat> progression for me. So we the brokerage covers um, mostly Manhattan. We go into Long Island a little bit, um, but uh, predominantly yeah, retail hospitality in the five boroughs. Uh, mostly Manhattan. Um, we have you know we go into Queens and, and Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, have yet to do a deal in Staten Island, but got it. And and you personally, same same geography essentially. Yeah. Yeah, same geography. Um, I do some things. I'm from Westchester, so I, I've done some things up, uh, you know, during the pandemic while I was out of the city and, you know, kind of following uh, a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of the population move. Um, and, and obviously just, you know, from growing up there, have friends who own businesses uh, there and have helped them a little bit um, just, you know, kind of uh, uh, um, for what I'm doing. But I'm I'm based in the East Village myself and I focus mostly on uh, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens um, and a little Bronx. Haven't been to Staten. I haven't done Staten Island uh, professionally yet. Got it. And and as far as the company goes, are 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 the uh, people that are kind of calling the shot in favor of using social media? 
Absolutely. It's, it's, I'm, yeah. So it's, uh, where, where, where we, uh, um, I'm basically kind of taking the horn, you know, taking the bull by the horns on this one. And I'm, yeah. um, I have, I have carte blanche to do, to do anything with it. Um, it's basically, you know, we only have, there's about, uh, you know, seven of us in this office and then, um, there's a big, large residential portion of it, but commercial, yeah. commercial wise, um, I'm, uh, I'm the one who's trying to build this up, uh, you know, and, and get it to a good spot, but I have, um, nothing holding me back from the brokerage whatsoever. I can I can do um, whatever I want to do with the business and grow it however I um, can. Yeah, that's great. And and um, so you know, Kyle, I love this topic. Yeah, <laughs> Daniel, you're up here, and we've had many conversations about this. You're at CBRE. I was at CBRE. Kyle was at CBRE. Uh, yeah. We're not about to pick on CBRE, but but obviously <laughs> a little different. The nature of CBRE is different than, let's say, Saber, um, you know, and, and there's kind of everything in between. Um, so I'll, I'll stop talking for a second. Daniel, what are your thoughts for Paul? Yeah, so let me backtrack one second. Um, the reason why I wanted to come up is to reaffirm to what Kyle was saying about leaving a bunch of different comments on different posts. So I'm sure you guys have heard it, but the... The, the the strategy that was that was made famous by Gary V. It's called the dollar eighty strategy on Instagram, which yeah. is which is leaving two cents on nine posts for ten different hashtags, and there is a and ten. the beauty of it's on nine posts, my friend. What was that? Two cents on ninety posts. Yeah, two cents <laughs> on ninety posts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, on 10 hashtags. And there's actually a website called $80.com that will do that really easy for you. Um, and, oh, it's, wow. and it's and it's for free, $80.com, where you can track the hashtags that you want to be, that you want to track, Paul. Um, and Great. it leaves the comments right there for you. Um, and the yeah. beauty about that is that if it's an insightful comment, you know, the guy, you know, the poster will pin that comment um, on, their, on their page and it'll get you a lot more views. Great. Yeah, that's Thank a great site. So, so explain that to me, because listen, I'm a dinosaur. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Explain that for me and the other people in the room. There's a so there's a website that he's referring to, and it's called I think it's called Dollar Eighty, and you go in there, and it's very I think I actually belong to. I'm listening. You go into it, and it's like um, much easier than going into all these different accounts, like Gary suggests. So you go in if you run Instagram, you go to the hashtag, you know, hamburgers or whatever it is, and you go into it. And you can go down those posts and leave your comment. Um, on this, it will kind of just easier interface, I think, on the website, and you can kind of bang it out a little bit faster. Um, but huh, so, it's so work. yeah. So, and I, I've heard of the website. I actually just pulled it up, and I'm familiar, obviously, with Gary's strategy. Um, so, so when you when you sign up for this, it, is it just an easier way to cover more territory, essentially? But you're not going to get nicked for you know, putting a bot on your IG. Yeah, no, it's not a bot. I mean, you got, you got to go in there and you still got to do the work. I just think the interface is easier. And it's, um, you know, you can, you can kind of toggle between the popular hashtags, ones that you've selected, um, you know, people that you want. You can, I think you can go through hashtags, locations, and profiles. So uh, in the example earlier, if you're kind of targeting Shake Shack, you can put Shake Shack here and you can rifle through their last uh, hundred posts and you can actually save your comments, which is a little tacky, but some are the same, you know, if you're, the idea is to read the post and leave a little bit of a thoughtful comment, but um, sometimes you can save a little bit of time by having those comments saved. 
to me, the interface is a little bit easier and it kind of lets you scroll through uh, the, the, the 10 different hashtags that you have selected here or the 10 different profiles or 10 different locations that you want to leave. But yeah, it's it, it still work. It's just, I think the interface is easier. That's super cool. Paul, how long are you at Tower? I've been at Tower now for two years. Amazing. Let yep. me tell you, uh, let me give you some feedback and, and, and everybody in the room is going to benefit for it. Yeah, please. Thank you. Yeah, of course, man. You're not going to be at Tower forever. And you need to focus on building your brand. And Tower, if they want to be successful moving forward, needs to empower the individuals that work for Tower. And that goes for any company. Uh, what most brokerage companies have wrong is all they care about is their brand. They don't care about the individual. They don't care about the individual promoting themselves. They don't want to give the resources and tools to the individual to actually not only encourage them, but help them develop their brand. I know there's a lot of folks in this room that are part of the digital army. I could tell that because they have pink rings around them. Uh, and then there's some folks like Natalie, who's at Sabre, and Brittany, who's at Sabre, and Kyle, who's up there with me at Sabre. And my goal is not to have any of them stay at Sabre any longer than they'd like to be at Sabre. My goal is to help add value to these people who I consider friends that I want to see win at life. Um, so, you know, that's just the reality is that nobody will be at one company for their entire career. Uh, and any company that wants to uh, expect that or uh, not acknowledge that, you know, it's really more about the individual. Um, because ultimately, I, I can say that because I'm a broker for 20 years who never felt like they belonged. I never felt like I belonged at the company that held my license. And I always felt like I was in my own business um, and landing my own accounts, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I think that's perspective for everybody on the industry, where it's at and where it's going, especially for brokerage company owners. Yeah, no, and I appreciate it because that's exactly kind of where I was coming from, where I thought, again, I was, you know, at Heineken for 14 years and thought that was going to be it. And then, you know, when they want to, you know, the third move and you're in the web, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, you know, uh, this isn't about me. Right. And uh, so, um, you know, definitely kind of the progression of, uh, of a career, which has been great. Uh, and uh, it's been really exciting to get into this. And I really appreciate you guys and, and what you're putting out, because this is why, you know, um, to be able to have the ability through my brokerage to do stuff like this um, is great. And now I'm just trying to compound it. Um, and I didn't have necessarily the autonomy to do uh, to do the things I wanted to do in my old uh, my old company. So love that. Yep. And I would definitely encourage you when we open back up the, the digital army in about four weeks to uh, to consider joining this community of folks who are, you know, it, it's funny because, Kyle, I barely know, like, where some of the people work. <laughs> irrelevant. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's true. I mean, most of the 100 percent of the deals I'm currently working on now are from, are from social. You know, so it's it, it is the way to do things. And I think that, you know, two things that you touched on, which are well, one thing that you touched on, which I think is super important is um, when you handle your own social, you're forced to kind of develop your toolbox of things that you can do, you know, whether it's it's, you know, the dollar 80 site or if it's learning how to remove a background from a logo in Canva or <laughs> how to, you know, create uh, reels or how to use TikTok. These skills are going to be able these skills are going to translate to 
whatever's next, right? I mean, we're seeing it already now. I mean, creating a bio, right? So like people come on 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 this platform, Clubhouse, and they're like, I don't know, they put my bio. I don't know what to do here. Why do I link this out? How do I do that? But if you've been on Instagram, if you've been on Facebook, and if you've been on LinkedIn, you understand that kind of stuff. And it kind of just builds from there. I think that's super, super important. And it's it's just the way it is, right? Like you now, that's something that people in our profession need to know how to do, how to operate you know, your phone as, as, a, as a digital marketing device, basically. Um, and the other thing I think that is really important for everybody here to understand is you need to lead with value. Like, what are you bringing to the table? How can you help the people who are listening to your content? You know, if you're just, you know, bombarding me with, I got this listing or I sold this property or et cetera, et cetera. Just think about if, how you view those posts, right? Like you yep. need to come out and say, this is what I can do for you. You know, maybe you guys never realized this, but I'd be happy to take a look at your lease or your existing floor plan or, or what, however you position yourself. Um, you know, I'm a little bit different, but you, you can, you can lead with some kind of value and that is what piques people's interest, not telling them all about you. I mean, just think about being at a cocktail party where someone, you meet somebody and they're just like me, 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 me. This is what I do. This is where I live. This is where I eat. This is where I go. You, that's not a conversation that's getting spoken at. You want to engage in a conversation. And in order to do that, to get people's attention, you need to lead with value. No, great. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. And, uh, and I totally agree. And that's what I'm, that's what we're working to do. Awesome. Yeah. Let us know if we could help in any way, man. Will Kyle, you know what, man, it's, I, I feel so blessed to be, uh, to be associated with you and on the same team. Mm. And that's, you know, cause I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the rooms that, you jump into on clubhouse or anywhere else it's um you, you get nuggets here and there but like the way that you're preaching is is just so it's so valuable i mean it it really is because i can't even like honestly i can't explain i've been i've been at it so long now like with with regard to to social and developing a personal brand and it's almost like it's so fluid that I, I can't even like when you when you talk about it, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, totally. I do. That. <laughs> well, yeah, I appreciate it. Obviously, you know, I would not be able to, to speak like this if I wasn't at Sabre. So, I mean, that's that's, you know, the reason why we're together here. And I think, you know, I, it struck me. I don't know if it was when I was away or what, but like you think about things that and you and I talk about this all the time, like things that marketing, you know, things that are done and then that we do uh obviously at saber like putting signs on a building right like that's there's a cost associated to it like the printing somebody's got to handle that you know the, the the time it takes to hang it all that stuff and we're banking on somebody driving by and remembering that number or circling back to see that space and i guess that's one way to do it but what if you spent that same time engaging right like the two hours or whatever that it would take to kind of go pick up the sign get the tape hang the sign get the keys from the landlord all that stuff i i mean to me that's i mean i don't know if i'm off but it just struck me like like when people are driving by these places at 55 miles an hour you're like what's the number on that place like it's, it's a crazy thing look i i i'm definitely not normal and i actually like enjoy that i'm not normal right mm -hmm. so so I, and you're not either. I don't think uh, I don't think, um, you know, it's tough to figure that out. So, you know, the, I don't know, man, I feel like the majority of this industry, you know, that 
and maybe that's a very general statement, but I would say that, you know, I always say like real estate chose me, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I could be, I could still be a DJ, you know, um, and, and probably should still be a DJ. But the point is that, <laughs> you know, I'm not like the typical personality in this business and you're not either, right? You're, you cut, you came out of the restaurant game and I feel like, you know, I feel like it's very natural to you and I, you know, we're like creatives and we have, you know, I have a marketing background and, you know, we, it's just kind of how we do things. And it seems so obvious to us, but when I try to put, look at it from a different perspective, I can kind of understand why it's not that obvious to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, sorry. No. So I, it's, you know, I think that like, maybe that's, what's interesting is, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, I, I take for granted how obvious and easy it is to do what we do because it's really not that easy and maybe it's not that obvious. Yeah. No. And I think it, that's exactly, I mean, you and I think I've touched on that before. It's, you know, some people need that structure of like, this is what you do from this time. Then, you know, here's how we handle the marketing. You, you know, send the email out, you follow up with a phone call, you know, you continue to follow up till you get a response on the phone and that's kind of how they build it. And that's, you know, is all well and good. It has worked for plenty of people, but for me, and, and it's, it's playing a longer game, right? Like it's playing a much, much longer game in terms of building a brand presence so that, you know, I look at my daughter, right? She's 13. She's, everything is on her phone. Every single thing she does is on the phone or on the computer, her school, her shopping, her engaging with her friends, you know, and do you think if she gets into the restaurant business or if she does not, if somebody gets, you know, one of her friends gets in that there, that's how they're going to find somebody. They're going to find them online. And that's, that's really where, where my head is at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's again, like even platforms like clubhouse, have made it so much better for people like you and I who have been spending a lot of time for many years, you know, leveraging these platforms. I mean, the fact that Clubhouse, you know, kind of forces everybody into your Instagram and your Twitter is huge because, I mean, I spend a, a ton of time on my Instagram, right? Like, because ultimately that for me has been uh, it's kind of like my personal website. And I know for a fact that the minute that somebody is either asked if they know me or, or suggested that they reach out to me, like the first place they're going is my Instagram. And I use that as like a web to, you know, pull people in. And that's the biggest secret, I think, to my success, kind of converting business through social Um, you know, like I'm very intentional about what I'm putting on my Insta story daily and you'll never see my Insta story without posts in it. Like I try to keep it like kind of like a daily vlog on some levels. I, it's, you know, it's super tough to obviously have enough time to, you know, speak to the camera that frequently throughout the day I try to, and and I fall short oftentimes. Hey, you like forget and lose track of the day. Yeah, but Kyle, you and I have you know, videographers following us uh, and creating content in addition to, you know, what we're doing on our own. And um, I, I think you and I might be the only two people in the industry doing that. I, I just kind of came to that conclusion in 30 seconds. Am I yeah. right? I, I, I think so. I mean, I, I look all the time for people who are doing something similar. And I love when I see, like, I'm following somebody who maybe was doing a certain 
style, you know, more, you know, we talk about postings, like pictures of their listing with their, you know, brokerage logo on it and the asking price and all that stuff. And all of a sudden you see a video, I'm like, all right, nice. <laughs> now that, that's the, you're taking the next step. But yeah, it does. It's the same, you know, we talk about all the time too, is like, you come, you, you go to the gym and there's some guy who just banged out 50 pull-ups and you haven't done a pull-up since, you know, eighth grade gym class, you're not going to be able to do it. You know, you, you got to get in there and put in the work. And I think that's, you know, what may be frustrating or intimidating to some people now, but you got to get in and just start swimming. You know, I think that's, that's a big takeaway. But, you know, I have a question for you. When, when, when you kind of came to Ken, now I have a little bit more understanding of the dynamic. When you came to Kenny with this, did you lead with this idea for Saber? Was it led with the belief that social was going to be what, what the brokerage, you know, stood on that platform and, and what was his response? Well, I, so I can't, well, first and foremost, let me just jump in quick, refresh the room, let everybody know that this conversation oh, yes. is being recorded because Kyle and I are content creators. Uh, we're actually human digital media companies <laughs> that are all real estate business. Uh, we highly suggest you guys do the same. And if you're paying attention, you'll realize that uh, it's kind of uh, the secret to our success. So uh, now back to, uh, back to answering <laughs> your question, Kyle. Um, so when I, when I went to, to Kenny, you know, so I worked for Kenny for my first five years in the business from 2001 to 2006. And it was a, it was exactly, it was every commercial real estate brokerage company on the planet, right? At the wow. time, um, I was the youngest person in the office by far. Everybody else that was in the office was basically in the commercial real estate business as long as I was alive. I was 24 at the time. And when I was there, I, I actually saw that as a major advantage to me. It's actually part of the reason that I went there as opposed to a, a much larger firm at that stage of, of, of you know, just kind of getting into the business. Um, and when I left to go to CBRE in 2007, I had a five-year contract, went to CBRE 2007. The downturn obviously happened. I called it uh, an amazing port in a storm. Uh, and for me, it was always, you know, trying to figure out as I evolve as a human and as I level up in my career, you know, where can I go that's going to give me the tools and, and resources and the culture and the community and the vibe uh, that's going to, you know, not only help me be better, but let me have a good time, you know, just being myself while I'm busting my ass day in and day out in this business, which is not easy. Right. So I started to realize at CB, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to be a lifer here. This is a great opportunity for me to learn. And I expanded my network and I expanded my horizons and learned more about the industrial side of the business, the uh, office side of the business, you know, having completely uh, focused on retail previous and uh, and then obviously expanding my geography another huge thing for me to uh, to you know to use later on and then when I was when I was deciding that I wanted to leave CB I like everybody and not to sound like a cocky arrogant asshole but everybody in in my market wanted me on their team because i was a big producer so who wouldn't want a big producer with big accounts on their team and i talked to everybody and as i sat down you know i looked at it as if i was interviewing them and 
I, it just dawned on me that there was no place that existed, Kyle, for me to go where I could actually be myself and not have to, I, I, I say this all the time and I'm not knocking golf, but you know, not have to, you know, join a country club and pretend that I like to golf and wear a sweater over my shoulders. Like, you know, I have motorcycles covered in tattoos and I enjoy, uh, you know, things that are just different than what I, my experience was, uh, kind of in, in the commercial real estate industry. Right. So, um, and, and I just felt like I didn't belong. So for me, when I went back to Kenny and I said, you know, Kenny, this is what I want to create. It was more about that, Kyle. It was more about the fact that I was like, you know what, if I don't feel like I belong in this industry, then there has to be other people who feel this way. And it's not like don't belong in the industry. It's like, you know, all of the cultures at the different companies that I had access to just weren't right for me. So it wasn't about social media in 2010. It was about, you know, also being innovative and, and you know, into trend uh, spotting and, you, you know, obviously heavily involved in the nightclub scene across the country and DJing and, you know, having access to interesting people and all that stuff. You know, that was always a big part of me and, and how I approached retail real estate. But uh, again, I just, there wasn't a place that I felt like I belonged and that's what I wanted to create. And that was the vision. So I always called like initially Sabre, our slogan was beyond real estate. And I didn't exactly know what I meant by that, you know, early on, but I just knew I was creating something that didn't exist for people that also felt like they didn't belong. And, and Kenny was like, yeah, go for it. Or like, I like that. I mean, he's as a traditional guy, was he, how much convincing did that take? Or was he like, open? well, you have to realize Kenny and I, you know, five years at, at, at his company, we spent lots of time together traveling and he got to know me really, really well. And I, he, I'm happy. I, I, I'd be happy if you, for you to ask him some stories. He called me Hollywood. So, you ah. know, he, he knew what he was getting himself into. Like, I just, you know, I, I was always um, just having a good time and enjoying life. And, you know, I was very much into, like I said, the scene, you know, the scene across the country and whatnot. So, uh, so when we traveled, I knew people everywhere and we'd be treated well at the hottest places and all that fun stuff. And, um, you know, so, so it, it kind of, he, he, and he, he, he wanted to be down. Kenny wanted to be down. Well, he just also, he believed, he always believed <laughs> yeah. in me, man, because, and, well, and I always like yourself, to say, he, right? he gave me, he gave me enough rope to hang myself is what I always say, you well, know, so he, said. dude, but he, he always told me I was out of my mind. He'd be like, you know, <laughs> what do you want to do? I'd be like, this is what we're doing. And I just gave a camera to, you know, the girl who's working the reception desk. She's going to follow me. He'd be like, what's wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. But you know, that's, that's the thing. Like, that's what. You know, again, not to pick on TV, but on traditional brokerages where I, I was confused. I literally sat there because I've been on that side. I've had a hot restaurant concept and we were approached by brokers endlessly, right? Packages dropped off at the restaurant, endless emails, phone calls coming into the restaurant, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, you know, obviously I, I'm in this business now, so it's a little bit different, but what made any of them different than the other? 
Like, I had no idea. I was working in a restaurant. I knew how to create great dishes and drink specials and, and create a vibe and, and, and market my, my space. I didn't, what made you stand out? And I, I was confused because, you know, when we started opening up other locations and, you know, you had to get, you had to get more involved because now you're shifting from, you know, that operational piece to now you have to know a little bit more about how to read a lease, what's an LOI, you know, what, what exactly are triple net charges and why am I paying this? I don't yeah. do this. Like, why can't I address that in my content so that people who do own these concepts will relate to me and say, guys, just so you know, the base rent may be 3,500 a month, but you all have another, you guys will have another 1200 a month here. And let me explain to you what that is. I was confused as to why I couldn't say that. And that's really what it was, you know, like, yeah. why can I not create a degree of relatability? And, you know, I think that is the name of the game, especially for me in restaurants and retailers. Um, you know, they've gone through hell this last year. And if you can relate to them on some level, I mean, I think that's that's your value add right there. Yeah, I think I think it's also been, you know, and there's a lot of people who I've had the, you know, the benefit of working alongside, uh, you know, of um over the last 20 years and you know what's what's unique i think about where i am you know in my career and the age that i'm at and the fact that i've been in the industry for 20 years and represented some of the you know biggest and best and still do brands in the industry and and landlords and developers and you know uh have such amazing you know relationships with you know some of the highest level people in the industry because you know they all they saw me come up as this you know this kid in the business with you know not a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of so to speak and you know take the 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 stairs and and you know work my ass off and become really really good at what I do so I I just don't think that there's many people that are at you know in my position in the business that have come up you know with with nothing handed to them and you know genuinely want to have an impact a positive impact on this industry because i know what it's like to be a broker that's you know got literally you know no money coming in a huge six figure draw balance no health insurance uh, you know, all of those things that I was able to kind of persevere through. And honestly, the reason that I do what I do, I have an 11 o'clock call with, a, a you know, somebody in the business who wants to pick my brain because they're not happy where they are, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that's half my day now. And uh -huh. the reason that I actually, you know, want to talk to every single person who reaches out to me about it is because I was there and I felt like I didn't have anybody when I was at that stage. And quite honestly, you know, there was also, like I said, I just felt like there was no place for me to go that truly cared about me as a person. They just cared about what I could do for them. And that, and that circles back to what you said about providing value. Um, and you know, man, I just feel like so blessed to be surrounded by, you know, people that are like-minded that understand you know this industry is going to look very different in the next you know 6 12 18 24 months and you know unlike a lot of other people who are just complaining that it's different i'm like yes finally 20 years in people yeah. actually but that yeah that's an example of, of the of what it takes to kind of like 
to see it through. Right? It's not going to happen overnight. I mean, that, that's why when I looked up, um, when I was when I was kind of getting a ton of heat for what I was doing or wanted to do, and I just said, let me see it. I can't be the only person thinking like this. This is nuts. And, I, you know, I had spent some time in residential, which they were like, yeah, go, social media, do it. You know, if you didn't do it in the weekly sales meetings, they were like, yo, why are you guys not pushing yourselves on social media? Yeah. It, was, it was much more prevalent. It was like leading the conversation. And um, when I got to commercial, they were like, oh, no, you can't, you can't do You can't do that here. But I was like, let me see. Somebody's got to be doing it here. And it was you. It was you and Beth Azor. And I think that's it. I didn't think I even saw Eddie or anybody. I just, it was a YouTube search, I think. And, and yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what kind of led me to this point right now. Yeah. But think about like back then, you know, even to, to the people in the industry who respected, you know, that I was a, a big producing broker uh, working with, you know, very with top, some of the best companies, you know, on the planet. Um, they, they, thought I was a joke for, you know, for, for being so innovative, uh, years ago when, you know, this shit was super far in, in our industry. And, mm. you know, and, and that's, listen, I, I just, it, by the way, and, and Kyle and anybody else who uses social heavy and, and video and whatnot, like you have to be very, um, confident in yourself and you have to be, you know, you have to be secure enough to take all of that backlash from, I don't, I couldn't give a shit about the people mm. in the who talk shit. Like I actually enjoy that, but you know, your friends and family, like that's hurtful, man. You know, I like for me, like it's tough for me to think back f four and a half years ago to when I started to really push and, you know, start my weekly vlog and, you know, do all that stuff. But it was the, you know, the people closest to me who were like, you, what are you doing? Like, you, yeah. you wait time. And you know what? Like those people now are the ones that are like, Hey Jay, you know, on Instagram, how do I, <laughs> like, yo, yeah. How do you just stick on there? Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's all good, man. It's all good. Mm. I always say, listen, if you're, if you're not, thinking five years ahead and you're not doing things that are you know going to be uh going to be kind of you know accepted five years from now like you know now like you you're you're not innovating you're if everything's if everybody gets what you're doing right now you're you're not you're not pushing enough you know no i mean that's that's why i did do a post up the other day it struck me like what resonates with most people is something that stands out that's different right like that's you know if something's the status quo that's when you're kind of just like uh oh, all right that's cool in, in any aspect you know in the grocery store at the movie theater you know in a relationship with somebody like what's fresh what's new what what makes something relatable to me i think that's that's where the the disconnect comes for me is like how do we how do you guys not see that you, you're doing this in your own life right like that's that's how you connect with people and uh, um you know that that's what i look for to be honest particularly when i'm looking for concepts to speak to it's like what do you do different you know yeah. the food space is particularly crowded and if you're doing the same crap that everybody else is then you know this probably isn't a scalable concept and we probably shouldn't work together but uh, i think it's the same thing that goes for folks like us for sure. Larry Haber, welcome to the stage, my friend. How are you? Very good. Thank you for having me. Kudos out to what you guys are doing. You're truly unbelievable. You know, just piggybacking 
on a lot of what you guys do and what you've been posting. It's just all about being unique, flying your freak flag, you know, and adding value and being a giver. You, you have to have that confidence that you talk about. And, you know, there's a song by the Grateful Dead, it's called U.S. Blues. And, and one of the lines is wave that flag, wave it high. And, and that's what you do. And that's, that's what I do. I started doing this as in 2009 because I had to reinvent myself going from an owner who uh, got a little crushed in Newark, you know, from the Great Recession. And I started doing these how-to videos and people were asking me point blank, are you committing career suicide? Are you smoking crack for breakfast? People who, who I respected and they were like, you, you, got, you went off the deep end, dude, they're telling me. And then, you know, what are you doing? You're advertising the 70s are good to you because everything I lace in with rock and roll, hip hop and, you know, meaningless trivia. And the reality is it works, you know, because people want, people want to hang with people who are likable, who add value, who are giving, they're not takers. And, and, the, and the bottom line is you have to put yourself out there. And I still get it, you know, listen, when I'm boring and I want to pay the bills, you know, I run a commercial real estate practice for a firm, but at the end of the day, I still get it. And candidly, I don't care. You can't be everybody's slave, you know, because the end of the day, I think you guys, and as, as I think I do, I put my head on the pillow tonight. I, I think I've done the right thing. I'm giving away knowledge, you know, Larry, you're you're a great, making people better. You're a great example of, uh, of somebody who's, you know, marched to the beat of their, of their own drum in a very, traditional industry and uh you know it's it, I, I love getting your perspective and feedback on it because i'm sure you know obviously when you started out you know with, with your podcast and you know just doing what you do that uh, you definitely got backlash from people that you know not only industry folks but you know people in, in in your in your life that uh don't understand what what it's like to to innovate but you know what? I think a lot of them, ultimately, I appreciate that. They come around because they're like, immediately you go, like, I'll still say when I'll give out, you know, hey, listen, go watch some of my videos on leasing reality. I go, you either have a newfound disrespect or respect for me. And initially they come back and they go, you know, initially I think it was a train wreck, but then I'm like, maybe not. Maybe this guy's onto something. And, you know, the bottom line is by being unique and putting yourself out there, you know, it's all about, and it's tough to have confidence in yourself because, I never thought I'd be doing, you know, what I'm doing now, you know, uh, and, and the reality is, you know, you give it a try, you can at least say you tried, you know, it's a calculated risk, but the bottom line is, you know, let that flag fly wave high, you know, the free flag. <laughs> I love that, Larry. Good, good stuff. Keep up the great work. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember, I forget the last time, oh, the first time I heard one of Larry's shows and his, the music references, what drew me in? That's it. That, that's what drew me in. And, and I was like, you know, obviously I go to see who is he, uh, what else does he do? Cause I like that kind of stuff. And then that's, that's how you get connected and start engaging. So, uh, it's a pleasure to uh, meet you here, Larry. That's all good, my friends. Thank you. Absolutely, brother. Keep up the great work. You too. All right, guys, we have a few minutes left here. And, uh, this is Kyle. This is the only clubhouse room that I basically do not look at my phone pretty much the entire yeah. time which is so fun because we're just chopping it up as if we would, if we were just on the phone together. Yeah. I, I mean, I can talk about this stuff all day. And plus, you know, I love when you talk about it, it kind of gets you going to start doing something. So um, it's, it's uh that's the way it works. I love it. Guys, any, any questions?
questions, comments, feedback. Gabe Gonzalez in the house. Yes. Gabe, we were just talking I, about you before you jumped on. It was all bad things, by the way. Don't don't hate us. Oh, I, I wouldn't expect any different. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> so how was Disney with Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to sneak on, but it didn't work out the way I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you didn't miss anything. No, no, we we've been we're taking a Disney break right now. We've been more than enough times. Um, but no, I, I missed the whole beginning, so I have no idea if I'm going to repeat what you guys talked about. But I want to jump on. We're doing digital takeover today, so I had to at least come on yeah. and say hello to my people. And when it comes to developing a personal brand, I think in in between talking to Jason and talking to Beth Azor and Chris Ressa really made me. You know, we developed the CRE Nerd brand. Cool. What does that mean? And what's the point of it? And Beth Azor really challenged me on, you built, a, or actually Jason challenged me, you built a laser, what do you want to point it at? And it means is if you've got the attention of the market, the attention of the brokerage community, what can you do with that? And so that to me dictates and predicates what I do day in and day out, talking about retail leasing. Now the shift is going more into talking about some of the properties that I own, the management, uh leasing properties today we're doing kind of a day in life of a retail broker but all of that is pretty boring if you don't add a little bit of who you are to that and that's what makes you unique so that's where the good morning thing came from that's where the music came from that's where dressing a little bit more who i really am came from so whatever you do with your brand the two questions are what do you want to do with the brand and what's the goal what's your end game and are you willing to show who you are? Because that's the only way to be different and unique and stand out. And if you're at a place that won't let you do that, then you need to ask, why am I here paying somebody to not let me do what I need to do for my future? And if you are somewhere that lets you do that, then you need to collaborate with people who are gonna help you get there and help you accomplish your goals. So that's, that's my big thing on the personal brand and in this space. I love that, wow. Gabe. Yeah. Nailed it, one paragraph, nailed it. Nailed it. Boom. In, out, <laughs> light drop. Gone. I would always, and, and you know, you, you, you were correct. It was me about the laser because that, that's what, anytime that people would, would kind of, people that I kind of, you know, trusted and would kind of bring into like the inner, you know, the strategy of really what I was doing, it was always, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, that's what media is, right? Like I'm, I, so I always remember it as a laser, and um, so I'm building this, I'm, I'm, I'm establishing a voice in the industry, right? Which ultimately at some point, you know, you become a thought leader as a result of doing it for as long as you're doing it. And people just start to consider you as a thought leader in the industry. And, you know, for me, it's always been, I, I don't know exactly what I want to point the laser at yet, but, you know, I'm building a laser. Yeah, you figure it out. It's kind of the proverbial, you either overthink and never do anything because you got to have the right gear, the right equipment, the right voice, the right message, or you kind of have an idea of what you want and you just jump off the plane and figure that shit out on the way down. And the more time you spend with people who have it figured out and you spend time with people who are at where you want to be, you realize that none of them had the perfect plan. So when it comes to digital media, we're figuring this out as we go. Nobody has this blueprint made up. So either overthink and do nothing or figure it out as you're stumbling and falling and failing forward towards that goal. We're yeah. figuring 
that as we go, but you and I met for coffee, coffee, I mean, is it four years ago now? Yeah, about four or five years ago. Four or five years ago. Like we, we were, it, it, by the way, in South Beach, Kyle. Uh, I <laughs> got gave to South Beach. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? Like that, I mean, but Gabe, that's when it all really, like everything started to, I, I don't want to say come together because it didn't come together at that point. That's when it was really starting though. Yeah. It, it's pers- patient persistence. And it is constantly laying down blocks forward. So it, is it using stories? Are you telling the story of your shopping center, the tenants you represent, uh, the properties that you're looking to buy? What are you looking for? You are, I, I think people mistake, and I got into this huge argument last night with a broker from a national firm who pretty much said, dude, you're wasting your time. You'll be out of the business in five years. That's, that's what they're telling me today. And I'm laughing hysterically. My response is, let me know how you feel about that when your company cuts me a check for ten, twenty thousand dollars in the future to teach your people what I do today. If you don't think that the phone and social and digital changed every facet of the world except commercial real estate and retail, you are asinine and you've put yourself on the train out of business. Wait, everything changed. Gabe, you're telling me that somebody actually said to you that you'll be out of the business because of doing this stuff? I will be out of the business in five years because I'm doing this. That's not, that's insanity. We got so, and this is last night. This is not five years ago. (laughs) This is last night. So, and this is a big, huge, massive firm in South Florida. They, we know each other very well, but that's their genuine feeling. And that's how the majority of people feel. Was it a broker at the firm? Is it a principal at the firm? Is it- It's a principal at the firm. Okay. Cool, man. I can't, I love that yeah. shit. And my response is, well, let me know how you feel when you cut me a check tomorrow to pay your people what I do. Yeah. It's, it's, we cannot sit in this space at the forefront of consumer and business and digital and think that how we do business will not change. When the entire world, every facet of shopping, of dining, of how we watch movies, how we consume content, what do you think our kids who are 10, 15, 18 years of age, how will they consume information in the next 10, 15 years? So unless you plan on only being in the business for the next two years, either you adapt or somebody will replace you. Simple as that. Uh, you just blew my mind. I didn't even know that there were people that were still that ignorant, but wow. Oh, for sure, man. We, we live in a bubble a little bit because we surround each other. And so we hype each other up. But there are a lot. And I mean, a lot of people who think this is a massive waste of time. And that's OK. Those are the people who will eventually lose market share, who will lose listings, who will lose tenants, who will lose landlord rep work. Because if I'm a landlord and I am a landlord. If I have a, and this is a great example, because we use Mike and Laura at Forefront down in South Florida for a lot of our properties. I need a broker who is, and we manage in South Florida, 7 million square feet of shopping center space. We are the largest landlord in South Florida. The brokers that we use have a digital presence. I don't want brokers, unless they're just assisting me on a deal, and I'm talking directly to third-party brokerage. I don't want a broker that doesn't have a digital media presence because I know where the attention of the brokerage community is now. And that's old people and young people. So as a landlord, if I'm not choosing my third party brokers who can't do the 
the bread and butter of canvassing and the digital part of it. What do you think is, and, and I'm the young guy, what do you think is going to happen in 10 years when people my age are the decision makers? Hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm still, still kind of confused. So wait a minute. So <laughs> you're, you're a landlord and a very big landlord. Did you say that a broker told you that you'd be out of the business? A broker. A broker. A broker who has pitched First off, for my business. What broker on on what broker would be stupid enough to sell tell a landlord? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. That's incredible. It, and it's a broker who has pitched for my business, by the way. Stop. It's a broker's pitch for my business. Oh my god. We gotta end this so we can get All on. Right. <laughs> Look, your personal brand's everything. You need one. Do it. You will thank yourself in the future. And we'll thank you in the future. Um, I, I'm late to a call, guys. This has Same. been amazing. This fun. And uh, you know, the beauty of, uh, of what we're able to do as a result of, you know, all just having each other's backs is so powerful, man. Facts. Facts. Right, Yo, not already watching the Digital Army Takeover by... Gabe Gonzalez, the CRE nerd, you better go there now. Woo woo. Woo woo. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Hey, awesome. man. Kyle, you want to out, formally close this out here? I guess so, guys. Thanks for uh, checking us out this week. Um, I think there was a lot of takeaways here. And of course, you can always feel free to reach out to Jay or myself with any questions or follow up. And uh, this was recorded. I'll let you like to say it again, but it was recorded. And we'll be back next week. Have a great day. All right, guys, take care. Later.